Hello and welcome to a brand new crew, a brand new adventure in the world of last call for adventure. Crew four is about to be lit, y'all. I just have so many good feelings about this crew. We're pouring throw, we're throwing poor words are hard. We're throwing poor Kraken into the deep end here. Since um I, I actually think Kraken has no clue what the rest of the group is playing. Uh all according to plan. I believe because uh, Strippin was pretty evil and wanted it to kind of play out this way. So um, I'm looking forward. I can't believe to... I'm being blamed wholly for this. It was a group decision. <laughs> I'll take it though. I'll take it though. I'll take it. It was all. I feel like you're the one who started it though. It was like that. Oh, Let's I definitely. All work. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely pulled the poison into everything. But you know. you're like the worm tongue, the Grima worm tongue of the group, yeah. which is perfect. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for you to meet our Grima Wearing Town. Before we go into the world, though, let's meet our wonderful players as well as the characters they are playing. We'll go in clockwise direction. Take it away, Sam. You're first. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Sam or Strippin. Uh, I'm new playing Church. Um, he's a mean guy. He's a mean guy. He's a well built <laughs> man, shaved head, scar over the eye, gold tooth, uh, all that good stuff. Um, We'll have to find out more when we get into it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Last time we played was a a blast. Last time we played was the one shot, right? And I was the bard. Yeah, yeah. And, and you uh, ended up and marrying you, and one married of my NPCs. Little, I married your goblin, and we rode off into the sunset. It was beautiful. True love. Yeah, no, I remember. It. <laughs> this is so good. So amazing. This, this is this well, campaign will be nothing like that. I was gonna say this. That <laughs> bard was all about peace and love, and uh, church and love. is decidedly not. No, uh, but a stark contrast to church. Uh, Tim, who are you, and who are you playing? Oh, hi, I'm Tim. Tim Mac. Uh, I'm a role player, and uh, I'm playing Ragnar Steelbrow. He's gonna be a dwarf barbarian, and um, what do we say? He's like born from a corporate world into being released into the wild or something with no knowledge of anything or something. You guys are going to be babysitting. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a Nepo baby. A little bit of a Nepo baby, you know, kind of worked yeah. for his dad for a long time. For our audience, if you've been following along uh, with Last Call, you may have heard of the of the Meridian Company. Um, but if you're new, don't worry. We structure these uh, so that you can kind of jump in with every with every crew and learn as as uh, along with our players and uh momo who are you who are you playing uh hi uh i'm momo <laughs> i uh i'm a freak of nature on twitch and i will be <laughs> i will be playing uh weiss edart she is a changeling uh bard of whispers uh, <laughs> i'm excited She's she, her current form is a tabaxi. She uses that for corporate gain. I mean, she works in corporate as a tabaxi, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna take on as many uh, visages as I can. <laughs> Fantastic! And last but not least, Kraken. Who are you, and who are you playing? Hi there, I'm Kraken, uh, streamer. Role player, aficionado of all things in the world, and I'm playing <laughs> uh, 
Truffle Fungalhorn. I fucking a... knew it, dude. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you knew it? I posted about it in the group. Like, it was clear oh, what I, my character no, I, was. I called it before you made it. Go what on, did bro. you call? What did you call? Oh, go on. Oh. I want to hear. Huh? I just said, what like, you think my character like is? dwarves and humans, and then you would come out with something unhinged. Like, because they he gave you access that. to every race. <laughs> I said that you, yes. would, you would take absolute liberty with that. Now, please continue. I want to see right. if I'm right. I was shown the the list of like milk toast characters you guys came up with, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm I'm swinging for the fences here. And I told you, came out I told with you, bronze. truffle fungal horn, and so you know you don't know anything about him. He's a totally normal deep gnome, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all there really is to say, right? You know, I think you'll find out the rest in person. Amazing, amazing! Can't wait to meet truffle and with that uh we're off to the races <clears throat> so here we go here we go y'all ready i'm excited yes i was looking for my dice and then realized i didn't need them because we're using a digital dice roller uh which i totally there, don't hate is there a specific screen i should be looking at um yeah you can uh with uh, there there's like a little city overview um for uh the the roll 20 page okay um, roll 20 gotcha yeah yeah but we're probably not going to be using the map today unless something goes like truly horribly wrong the um, mind, my dear Craig. <laughs> very well welcome to Lofton. Beautiful, the jewel of of the Carnelian Sea. Uh, unfortunately, today we're not going to spend much time admiring the airships lazily drifting into Zenith Station, overburdened with all types of silk goods and foods from across the way. As the sun rises over a day that promises to be unpleasantly hot, you are carted off to Humbletuck. This is a small town to the west of the city. In fact, as you look through the bars of the back of the cart, you can see the shining minarets of Luftum behind you. And as you look through the front, where you, the right, between the rider's legs, there's like a small window where you can look out. You see the heads of two cloven-hoofed creatures that are pulling your cart, and you see... Humbletuck. You probably know a little bit about this town. It's super small, west of the city, and it's known for its export of, you guessed it, manure. Uh, the town itself is not bad off. The manure business is bustling, business is good, but it's considerably less developed than a lot of the other cities in the region, being primarily agrarian in nature. There are no arcane academies here, unlike Luftum, which is home to the Fourth Pennant, one of the most prestigious arcane academies on the continent. And in places, it's actually been built up rather quickly to accommodate the new facilities being put in. As you look outside of the barred windows, in fact, you can see that People in guild attire from the city watch of Luftum are hastily sort of commandeering the city 
almost as a forward operating base. And since the hamlet has become this this fob for the city-state's assault on the Meridian Company, things have been under construction as they've rapidly repurposed hovels and old inns and things like that to become command posts. Now, the Meridian Company, well, recently evidence surfaced of their breach of a charter signed by all of the major uh, members of an alliance called the Far East Alliance. And unfortunately for all of you, you work for that company. As you're sitting in the back of the cart, kind of bumping shoulder to shoulder, Weiss, your assistant, Philippe, is kind of uh, relaying this information to you. Philippe is very pragmatic, also a tabaxi who is hairless. Because of this, you can see the folds of his skin rather clearly, and his ears are pierced several times with multiple gold rings that jingle as the cart shakes gently every time it hits a bump. He is holding about three different clipboards that he's rifling between rapidly. As he's like, well, you see, uh, with the company going down ways, we find ourselves in rather a strange predicament because, uh, you see, if we do not uh, clear our names in this court, um, surely uh, we will be uh, summarily executed or put in prison forever. Uh no, but I think I think maybe we can uh, arrange for some type of a uh, lawyer in this uh, hastily sort of um, assembled wartime court. I, I I don't know the proper word for all of this, but first I want to ask you. Um, in your rider, it does state you. Uh, what snacks would you prefer to have while you are on the defendant's bench? Yeah, Weiss would be listening, right? She's smoking out of this long pipe and she's listening. There's a nod or two as she listens and listens before, right as she stops the talking, she'll raise up her, her pod hand and wave at him kind of dismissively. Now, don't you worry none about that. It's going to go smoothly, all right? Now, when I'm up there, I want to look nice. You get both good sides, all right? I got two. She pats both sides of like her fluffy cheeks on the bottom. <laughs> and I think mm. I just want something crispy. You know what I like. Just surprise me. Oh, okay, okay. I will try to I will try to uh arrange this for you. Uh you know I can I have befriended one of the guards. Uh next time we pull over for a break. I'm going to see if I can ride up front and maybe, uh, you know, talk to them a little bit, uh, lubricate uh, some of the uh, court proceedings as it were. Uh, I will see what I can do for you. Oh, bless your little heart. Always working so hard for me. I know you'll get the job done. She turns and takes a long drag of the uh, elongated cigarette as she smiles at him. 
The smoke is billowing over to you, Ragnar, and it's uh, rather oppressive in this cramped space that you are in. <laughs> it's becoming rather hard to breathe every time Weiss takes another long drag and, and <laughs> blows it, tries to blow it out the window, but it kind of just walks back into the cart every time, kind of hotboxing a lot of you. <laughs> uh, do you really need that? Every moment of the fucking day. <laughs> of course I do. She says, like, not even just acknowledging, like, looking over at him. To deal with all of you, I need all I can get. Well, if it makes you happy, it's driving me mental. That's perfect. It'll fit your board. She turns away and she'll cross her legs. Sitting closer to the window. <laughs> as you as you shift closer to the window, sitting next to you, Ragnar, is another employee of Meridian Company that you surely remember, Llewellyn Marks, a, a small gnome that is on his best days ridden with anxiety, but on today is especially so riddled with anxiety. Close cropped hair sticking out in all directions. And a penchant for throwing people off their air off their A game just with his very presence. Um, he was one of your executive assistants, uh, ran odd jobs for church and you, um, and is now just like rifling through meeting notes and agendas and occasionally trying to grab one and throw it out the window without the guards noticing. Oh my God, we're all gonna go to jail. It's over. They got so much evidence on us. We got, I, and I, 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 I just took the notes at the meetings. I told the guards, I was just taking the notes. I, I was not a part of what y'all were doing, whatever crooked dealings y'all were doing, whatever environmental statutes y'all were breaking. I was just writing it down. That's all I did. I, would, I, 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 I got six kids and now we're all going to go to jail or, and, 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 and Ragnar, you're, we get it. You're dead. You're probably set. You're rich. What am I, what, what am I going to do? I make six gold an hour. That ain't <laughs> shit out here. That's nothing. That's nothing. Oh my God. It's uh, Ragnar. I'll just look over and uh, just kind of smile, and um, he'll, he'll say, uh, "Well, if you didn't bring the evidence with you, you'd be fine." But now, you're most likely going in. But they told—they they, they told me that if I handed it over, they would give me leniency. Church, help me. I know you've can't you knock off these guards? I've heard you've caught a body or two in your day. Can't you do something about this? You gotta <laughs> help out little old Lou Ellen. Uh Church is just kinda stuffed in the corner, arms folded. He doesn't want to be here, he's grumpy. Um you see like a well built man with a shaved head. He's got a long scar over his right eye that touches his cheek. Uh, stubbled face kind of accentuates his golden tooth smile. Um, and he just goes, No one's helping you, mate. 
You're all done. <laughs> Not me, though. Let's be on to the next job. <laughs> you gotta help me, Church. I know you probably got connections. <laughs> gotta help me. What about you? <laughs> this Llewellyn's eyes dart over to you. You're a gnome. Us gnomes gotta stick together, brother. You can't leave me like this. These one percenters, they're gonna get me. I'm gonna take the fall. I'm gonna be the scape gnome. You gotta help me. What are you in for? Did you even work at Marini? I never seen you in my goddamn life. Uh. <laughs> um so uh Truffle is also kind of like wrapped up in his cloak. He's got a big old, uh, are you familiar with the character Toad from the Mario's? Um, yes. He's got a big old toadstool on his, on his head. Um, it's like very large and kind of, he hides most of his hair up within it. He's got kind of flowing gray, white hair, and a big nose. And he's just kind of like glaring at everyone quietly. And when, I think an extra moment will pass until he realizes he's being addressed. He doesn't really take social cues very well. Uh, and then he'll, I think, look up at the gnome and say, I've never met you before either. Uh, look, I, I just do my own thing. I'm here for the shit. You're, you're, are you here on vacation? Well, no. I, look, uh, mushrooms grow much better when you plant them in shit, so I might as well go to the source. And you'll see there's like a bunch of these tiny mushrooms that seem to be kind of moving with the cart and with him, like within a radius around him that are like naturally growing and, and shrinking at it like a very rapid rate. This man is here for mushrooms. I'm surely going to be found guilty by the tribunal. It's over for me. Miss West, I know you've got away with people. Maybe you can plead to the court for my leniency. I'll throw away these papers that Listen, have your name on Listen, little man, them. someone's got to take the fall for it, and it's not him, and it's not me, and it's not her. So who's it going to be? <laughs> oh. Nothing personal. Just how it is. Oh. Oh, Mr. Church, you said if I got you that 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 implement on the down low, you would you'd always look out for me. And I'm looking out for you. Don't worry. Uh, roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just said I'm not looking out for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, so the, all right, let's see how this, this will pave the way. 13. First roll. 13. It's good enough. Llewellyn Marks sits back a little. Uh, well, okay, if you're, if you're looking out for me. Uh, uh, oh, thank you're goodness. I think they're going to let us out for a bit to stretch our legs. At this, you see Philippe perk up. Thank God I cannot stand this uh, blabbering for even another minute. And as the guards uh, 
sort of pull over the cart to the side of the road and open the back door. Two tall half orcs uh, sort of stand guard on either side. You're allowed to get out, do your business, and stretch a little bit. Around you, you can see almost marshlands. The the treads of the cart are deep in the soft dirt of the road. You see little tufts of lichen here and there, and little flies, fruit flies, and mosquitoes uh, kind of hover in thick waves above patches of bog that are rapidly drying under the rising heat of the afternoon sun. It is impossibly hot, although leaving the cart gives you you can occasionally feel the breeze lightly on your cheeks. It still feels like you're going to burn out here, depending on what type of what type of animal you are. Maybe maybe the sun doesn't bother you that much. You're given a moment to stretch your legs, and you notice Llewellyn briefly contemplating making a run for it, but then looking around and realizing there's clearly nowhere to run or hide for several miles around. Hey, don't go running off now, all right? He winks at him. <laughs> Make an intimidation <laughs> check. <laughs> is the wink meant to be comforting? Like, 19. Look, I know what Ooh. I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> shit. What is the purpose of the wink? <laughs> yeah, with a 19. Just to make him more uncomfortable. The wink is, yeah, is yeah. the only time to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, with the 19. He himself. You see... Llewellyn, who was previously contemplating leaving, uh, kind of drop any pretensions of doing so, noticing just the sheer size of your bulk, and the wink kind of sets him over the edge. Oh, I wasn't. No, me, I wasn't gonna. I, 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 I have sick kids. Church, Mister Church, please. Hey, only guilty men run. So. <laughs> you all have a moment (laughs) you all have a moment to consult with each other as um unceremoniously the guards come around and uh, and hand you each a heel of bread and a small flask uh of water Place smells like shit. I know. It's great. Ugh. Where do you think that's coming from? And he's gonna start wandering off the all of his nose. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Church will toss the bread and produce like some salted meat and start like carving it with a knife and eating it instead. Ragnar, right, keep an eye on that one, mate. Uh, which one, the toad or the or the criminal? <laughs> hey, that's the spirit. No, the toad. Because I don't know who the fuck that is. Canonically, you guys don't know what toad is. You can't call him a toad. Yeah, I mean, he's a little <laughs> shit. He's smaller than I am, so. <laughs> Actually, how tall? You look, you look like a. You look a bit like a toad. What do you want? All right. All right. It's, it's now canon, all right? <laughs> yeah, you can call it's him now Toad canon. if you want. It's, it's going to become canon. 
I think Lice would call out after after him. Now don't go too far. I don't want to get in trouble because you two are interested in the lovely smells around. All right. I don't think he, he <laughs> just wiggles her fingers over her bread. <laughs> it starts to steam. Oh, that's cool. He wouldn't see I that because he's still walking away. Yeah, I think Ragnar is going to just kind of slowly walk after him wherever he goes, just kind of keeping keeping back, trying to you know keep a long eye on him. Is this a uh, question for the DM? Is is this like mm-hmm. a manufacturing? area like a work camp for that or um i guess what is the surroundings are we kind of in an open field or directly ahead of us is like where we're going to be staying for a while yeah far off behind you you can see the outline of the city and then far beyond that i guess i guess closer to you that would make more sense to put it that way words words have meaning um you can see the first outcroppings of the buildings of a town that has been rapidly sort of commandeered uh, by the Far East Alliance. One of the cities that is a member of this is, is Luftum, which has kind of taken up the bulk of this. So the few, you're kind of reaching the outskirts of a city. There's no wall kind of demarcating it. The town of Humboldtuck is is not constantly under threat, but you are in this sort of lichenous bog some distance ahead of you, maybe three, four miles out. It's really flat, so you can see for really far. You do see sort of what would be the downtown where the main road kind of leads through the city. But there are small farmhouses and 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 small little buildings dotted throughout. You're kind of going from the suburbs into the main part of the town, if that makes sense. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, well, I guess Ruffle will do a little lap and head back. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? I said, Buffett, I only just noticed what Kraken rolled on his stats, and it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's really good. It's oh really good. God. Oh, his what? rolls were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, that last night when I was finishing up. Look yeah. at that, dude. <laughs> what kind of crap is that? <laughs> What? I don't know. Don't you shrug. He just shrugs. Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> Absolutely cracked rolls. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, the small toadstool capped creature kind of, <laughs> I guess, bobbles along off the road a little bit. And occasionally you hear one of the guards kind of like look up and go, huh? And then you hear the guards nudge each other. And I, and I guess like uh, Church and, and Weiss, you would hear this since Ragnar's a little bit closer to Truffle keeping an eye on him. The two of you hear one of the guards pipe up and be like, yeah, I think uh, those three of them are here to answer for working for the Meridian Company, especially that. That little squirrely one with the paper. Uh, but then there's the... That one just wanted to come along and see the city, I think, which is a bit uh, a bit strange, but um, I think we should take him in anyway. You see the other, you see the other half-orc kind of like nod. It's a bit of an unsavory sort. I agree. I think we should 
take them in any way. Looking at some of those mushrooms, they might be of the narcotic variety. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might need to take a sample. You see the half-orc take out like a large bowie knife and like start picking at his teeth with it. Might need to take a sample. We can't have drug mules coming in and out of Lofton. For all we know, he was in on the dealings with Meridian Company, probably provided them with some of their more illegal arcane components. You can't trust the mushroom types. Mm-mm. Never met a mushroom I liked. Never met a mushroom I liked. Josh is going to wander over. Hey, uh, Jensen, we're going to move on soon. My fucking head's going to burn. Hey, listen here. You might have been a big shot at Meridian, but out here, here we go. you run on our schedule. We don't run on yours. Hey, listen, your schedule's great. You know? Just he'll thumb towards the the creature with the toastal cap. I think he's uh I think he's trying to hook up Ragnar with some narcotics over there, you know what I mean? You mean to tell me this is a this is a drug deal happening? <laughs> oh no. No, Ragnar would never never do anything of that sort. <laughs> I think that little fella's up to no good. I I can tell by the look in your eye. I think you think the same. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. All right. By the way, Truffle's literally picking flowers at this point. <laughs> yeah. Just looking. 16. It's a good. It's a good thing you had advantage because one of those. I know. <laughs> Sixteen. He nods. Oi, you there? You Trouble you m- Oi. He still doesn't respond. Like jumps down from the rider's seat and comes stomping over. You feel a tap on your shoulder, Ragnar, as the burly half-orc is just like, back to your seat, you! And then you feel a hand on your shoulder, Truffle, as you're kind of unceremoniously turned around. What is that? What have you got in your hands? Flowers. What kinds of flowers? Yeah, you like to smoke a little flower from time to time? Is that what this is? Try to take other people down with you? I mean, only if they're already dead. They're already dead! If they're already dead! Yeah. Are you digging up bodies? Maybe. All right, all right. Back in the car. Back in the car. Just walking back. As you're walking back, he takes both of your hands and manacles them behind your back. <laughs> oh, no. He's confused, but I'm like a little uncomfortable, but not like angry, just kind of confused. You go sit in the corner away from everybody else. 
Fine by me. <laughs> it sits in the corner. You just watch what you're doing with your dead bodies and such. Unsavory. Unsavory, the lot of them. <laughs> you see Llewellyn already back in the cart, kind of like shivering. Everyone give me a perception check. Oh. What are these manacles made of, by the way? Um, probably steel. Oh, bummer. Uh, where do I go to do this? I'm very inept at this UI. No, that's okay. So if you look on your character sheet on the left-hand yeah. side, uh-huh. in alphabetical order, there will be like your, your skills in the sort of middle column, and you should be able to just click on it, and it'll roll. Okay. I think I had advantage. Wait, to see some? No, I'm on the sheet. I'm, I don't even see the horn. Uh. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so we've got a 10, an 11, a 14, and an 8. So, Church, you're the only one who rolled above 12. <laughs> you notice it. You notice some of the papers from Llewellyn's stack are missing. And you notice that Truffle's belongings on the sitting there, like underneath the bench, are a little bit more full with like an edge of parchment hanging out. Well, well, well. Are they like. Next to him, his belongings. They're next to Truffle, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the carriage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Church is going to like rearrange the seating positions in the cabin. He's going to look at Ragnar. He's going to have a chat with our little friend. He'll hop over next to Truffle and move the, his belongings to the other side of himself and kind of sit down next to Truffle. Uh, Truffle will look up at you just kind of with like a neutral look on his face. Hello. Well, mate, what's your name? I'm Truffle. Truffle uh, Funkelhorn. What a nice name. I'm Church. Thank you. Huh? So, uh, what brings you to, uh, you know, this place? While he's making small talk, I'm going to try and, uh, <laughs> Rifle through his things with my hand and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, the give me a sleight of, of hand body. check. Truffle, okay. give me a perception check to see, and I'll just be an opposed roll. Sure. Also, I have a question about one of my abilities. <laughs> Apparently, as oh. a circle of spores druid, mm-hmm. I have a invisible radius of mushrooms around me that I can basically sense things with. Or like, mm-hmm. see. So, would I be able to like? Would that affect rolls like this? Do you think, or would, is that more around like combat encounters? Um, I think. Let me see here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna the, read it uh, real quick. So, yeah. Because you have your circle of spores. Uh, 
I actually think with churches not one, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I meant like for future in- instances. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm pulling it up now. Um, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. I suddenly went to spells. Okay. When a creature you see moves into a space, you gain the ability to channel magic into your spores as an action you can expend. Ah, okay. I would say... I would say with the way this is um the way this is like worded you would have to expend a wild shape to like make the spores awake enough to where they would be able to like detect this um which okay. I don't know if you would want to use that right now cuz yeah, it no. it says here you can expend wild shape to awaken the spores so I do think gotcha, they gotcha. have to be like awakened in order to potentially detect someone but regardless okay. um Church, you fumble, and it's. I mean, is this thing is it locked or is it open? It's. I don't know. Truffle, is it like a? What is your What does your adventuring bag look like? It it's basically like a really dirty leather satchel. Uh, kind of probably has a moss on it. Uh, not locked. Has no metal. Mm. It's very much just like a nature's knapsack. What is something absolutely weird that would be in your bag that would potentially weird church out? Because this is this this botch is less of a oh you don't know what you're doing because you've picked a pocket before church. We know that this is more of a your hand encounters something that even you are like what the fuck? (laughs) I'd say like partially decayed remains probably. Oh. Oh, yeah. So you you reach in to try to like maybe you know get a feel around yeah. in your hand. Yeah, he's touches. reaching in in a manner that is extremely. Everyone in the carriage can see I'm reaching into your bag. Like he's not hiding. He starts looking around. And then he goes, "What the fuck?" You know what? You're Did you want a shroom? Around. You could have just asked. That wasn't a shroom. What the fuck is in there? <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> It's where I grow them. I need to carry good compost with you. Otherwise, you may not find some when you get to the next town. You're a freak. That's why I'm going to the ship. You're going to get up and go sit on the other side of the carriage and just leave the bag where we're... Okay, bye. And he wipes his hand on his, on his tunic. As you wipe your hand, you basically wipe the equivalent of animal soup, like carcass soup, across your, yeah. across your tunic. And the smell kind of nauseates the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor wise. <laughs> mortified, just sitting in the corner, like. <laughs> <laughs> he looks down and goes, he goes oh. The cart he's, continues. He's getting about the oh, yes. Style. Huh? I was going to say, he forgets about the papers entirely. After the... Does it smell? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. It's not. Oh, it's oh not yeah. Great. I think it's uh, more mulchy, raunchy, like earthy, yeah, crunchy, right. mulchy. I'd say than rotten, but once you like take <laughs> the rotten stuff out, then it's more more rotten smelling. 
Yeah, I think um, uh, Weiss would kind of lift her hand up that isn't holding the uh, the, the long cigarette, and she just kind of moves it over, like towards him, waving away. And she's gonna cast press <laughs> to make it not stink. <laughs> He's not gonna recognize. Just starts the to smell like beautiful everyone. flowers. <laughs> Wait, is this? You don't have I'll, to my tune. Yes. <laughs> now that's a bit better. Like what for that? I mean, it's gonna be—it's gonna smell like manure everywhere too, isn't it? Just didn't you say it's like inside a factory? Here, from five feet inside here, it smells real good. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Wife does the D and D equivalent of a Febreze in your immediate area. <laughs> And you are able to temporarily get some respite from what was an earthy, mulchy smell to a more rotten smell to something that's like a little bit more floral. Um, Weiss, you notice that Philippe is actually now sitting in the in the rider seat with the two guards and is conversing with them pleasantly. Oh, yes, 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 yes I see, I see. Um, but you have to understand we are all... Uh, no victims of our employers, you know. I'm sure the people you work for make you and just kind of trails off as he's chatting along with the two guards. The cart trundles along down the road until eventually you find yourselves in the heart of Humble Tuck. Uh, the, the, uh, let me take a beat there. There we go. Um, the city-state of Luftum is trying or in the process of rapidly absorbing all of the Meridian Company holdings. And they're attempting to act quickly so they can kind of be at the head of this endeavor and position themselves as the gem and the crown of the Far East Alliance. Because although they are allied, there's still some competition amongst them. Because of this, you see a lot of the dwarves of Luftum have kind of taken up positions around the small, somewhat humble buildings in Humbletuck. As the truck is, is carted around to the front of what used to be a town hall and is now somewhat of a war tribunal, you are carefully escorted inside in single file and unceremoniously placed in line behind about three other people. The judge is an imperious-looking um, uh, Aarakocra, very distinguished. Um, their feathers are have seen better days. They look a little battered and worn, maybe from battle, maybe from something else. And the bailiff announces as you walk in, Judge Cormarine presiding. Everyone stands, and the judge sort of smoothing out their robes, sits down unceremoniously and goes, well, let's start then. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's see, what do we've got here? Ah, uh, yes, okay. Racketeering, uh, evidence tampering. You there. Yes, are you, are you? And you hear a very small halfling say, Alison, 
Yes, Allison, Ballison, I don't know. Uh, two years manual labor. And you hear the gavel come down unceremoniously as a weeping Allison is taken away. You feel a tap on your shoulder, Ragnar. As you're standing in line, awaiting to also be uh, summarily judged in this fashion. Mm-hmm. And as you turn to look, you see another dwarf with a shaved head, bright red sideburns that come down and are braided underneath their chin into a sort of a makeshift beard. And uh, you recognize this man as Barnabas, a good friend of your father's. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so do it. What uh, a good friend of the father's. Okay. And it is, are, we're being tried as well, you're saying? Yes. In, in you're not room? sure what you're accused of yet. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, all right, Barney. So uh, why are we all here? Barney kind of leans in almost as though he's trying to pretend like he's not talking to you. And you notice that he is wearing guild officer attire from Lofton, being on the other side of this war, as it were. His oiled hair catches the shine of the lanterns lighting up this, uh, this, this makeshift courtroom, and he says, Well, now, Rags, it's going to be a tough one for you. You see, your father's company is fallen afoul of some of the charter. And unfortunately, since uh, you were in charge of the Meridian Lumber Camp, you and your lot are going to become a... Well, you may be implicated in, in some of the things that your father may have done wrong. Uh, are you aware of some of the stuff that your old paps was doing down there? Um, well, seeing as uh, I guess Ragnar had some some experience with the city watch, he he would understand that you wouldn't fess up to anything. Um, they'd have to prove it on their own, kind of thing. So he's, he'll he'll just uh, he'll just say what my father does is his own business, and then just kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, just let that fly and not really fess up. Well, unfortunately for you, Rags, that's gonna become your business a little bit soon here. But um, I'm a, I'm gonna make my exit here, and uh, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to help you out. I'll be back in a bit. Just uh, hold out for me. He's enough. All right. So we're gonna okay. get you out of here. Taps you on the shoulder. Can I use my observant feet to like read this entire conversation? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you read the situation clearly. And you see how the cards are gonna fall. Being the CEO's son, you get the feeling that Ragnar is going to figure, is going to be able to finagle a way out of here. And you may go the way of Llewellyn. 
who is only one ahead of you. Truffle, mm-hmm. all of this is rather confusing to you. As the guards, <laughs> seeing that you are also carrying evidence in your bag, unceremoniously push you in line behind the rest. You see as verdicts are handed out, people in front of you, some of whom, those of you who worked for Meridian Company, uh, some of whom you recognize, kind of weeping as they accept their fates. You would know, Weiss, Ragnar, and Church, that some of them are probably innocent, and some of them maybe a little more guilty of some of the nefarious things they've been accused of. (laughs) Weiss, you are kind of gently pushed with one arm to the front, to the defendant's stand. Roll 2d6 to determine (laughs) how many counts you're guilty of. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 12 counts. (laughs) Hey, I'll take it. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. Three counts. And now give me a d10 roll. Oh. I've created a table for all of you. Uh-huh. A five. A five is, oh, this is perfect. Identity theft. <laughs> How did they know? That is actually, that is really good. That's amazing. It's, 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 so, actually perfect. it's so perfect. It's so perfect. It's not even funny. It's so perfect. Uh, that's amazing. Since oh. you're upper management, instead of being summarily judged, instead, the prosecuting attorney comes out. <laughs> An angry goblin wearing an elaborate wig with a tufted suit comes striding out, lacquered shoes, clip-clapping across the worn wood of the floor. You know him as Percival Fonst. Now, one can sit here and speak all day of the various atrocities most likely committed by this Weiss Eddard, the so-called face of the Meridian Company. Now, once again, I would like the court to, to just take a moment to take stock of the irreparable damage that the Meridian Company has done to the environment, to the charter, to the peace between the different city-states of the continent. Surely they have, they have no love for anything other than the almighty gold coin, your honor. Now I ask you, wouldn't the face of this company be at least somewhat held responsible for trying to clean up an image that I would say is impossible to clean? That aside, I will deal with the facts and evidence at hand and hope that the judge will see reason today. For I am pursuing the max sentencing of six years in prison with bail posted at 10,000 gold pieces. Now, you may be wondering what evidence do we have at hand? I have it on good authority with multiple signed witness statements that this Weiss Eddard is not Weiss Eddard at all, but indeed has assumed different faces all to illegally carry out dealings on behalf of the Meridian Company. 
Now, Weiss would have you believe that they are an unassuming sweet southern tabaxi. (laughs) But the truth is a bit more nefarious. Three different counts of identity theft. And here I have signed statements by the families of those whose identities were stolen. Claiming that Weiss carried out businesses, falsified documents, all of these. Now, how they were able to carry out such a subtle deception, I have no idea. But I would ask of thee, Judge Cormarine, should a menace like this be allowed out on the streets? Absolutely not. Couldn't have been that so. I yield my time to the court. (laughs) I imagine Weiss is just sitting on the stand, just like... Otherwise poised, right? Her mm-hmm. very listening, very there's no there's no like facial objections or anything. She's just listening very intently to what they have to say. The judge, mm, 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 oh, oh. Uh, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, we. We said, we said art. Why, my most implorable judge, I'm not sure I know exactly what, well, Mr. Ponce is, is, is saying here. I, for one, took a very large uh, care into the people that worked in, into the company that I also worked for. If you have a, a list of these names of of people who whose families feel such a way, I would gladly, gladly set it straight with all the information I can provide. Hmm. And uh, this company that you claim to be such a, a staunch advocate of, were you aware of their legal dealings? Are you aware of why you are here today? Oh, heavens. I was just a face. All they would do is doll me up and parade me around. I did perfectly at the job, of course, but I was none the wiser to any nefarious dealings going on inside. (laughs) Heavens, they wouldn't tell a little old lady like me. No. Roll up she your like makes eye, She makes like eye contact mm. with the persecuting attorney, just looking at him. <laughs> These like sharp, pale, like piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. We got various persuasion. Oh god, I almost cast dissonant whispers. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a little bad. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Well, I suppose, uh, Fonst, <clears throat> gather your gather your witnesses, and uh, we'll, we'll move this case to the bottom of the docket. Whites, you may have a seat. Uh, Miss Eddard, in one of the stands, and we'll come back to you next. And Judge Cormarine. <laughs> Yeah. Very graciously oh, yeah. to the judge as she lifts up her, her long, like, red dress and will step down from the stand. Philippe slides into the seat next to him and goes, 
Madame, that was perfect. I think uh, they are going to call these witnesses, and uh, maybe we can uh, maybe we can convince these witnesses to retract their statements when they come. There is an opportunity here for us to get this case thrown out. She'll lean down very gently with like this remorseful face, but her words are sharp as she whispers back to Philippe. Well, of course, we have on record, videoed record, that these individuals left of their own accord. Of course it'll get thrown out, darling. She just sits back up and crosses her leg gently with a soft smile. With a swift hand from the judge, Church, you are called forward. He comes forward, kind of clasps his hands in front of his body. Roll 2d6. (laughs) I'm about to hit 12. (laughs) All right, that's not bad. Four. Not bad, not bad. Let me see. I should also keep notes of these. Uh, A nine. On my d10. A four and a nine. Uh, Give me a second d10 roll. That's not good. Four. A nine and a four. Okay. So for the nine, you have two counts of money laundering, okay. two counts of industrial espionage. Okay, checks out. All right, it's perfect. Okay. Once again, Percival Fonst, this time a little bit more red in the face. His dark green eyes, venomous at Weiss's case, not immediately being ruled on, directs all of his ire towards you, church. Now I ask the court, would a man of repute, would a man of good standing and honor have a name like church? No last name, just church. I would like to tell the court that this man is not a man at all, but a menace. This man is is a threat, a threat hired by the Meridian Company to enforce their will upon the good, peaceful citizens of Loftum and the region beyond. Now, his name may be Church, but he is not a holy man, I tell you, Judge. This man is a man of pure evil. We'll be pursuing the max sentencing of eight years, hard labor, no bail. You cannot say the name church without shivers being thrown up the spines of the Meridian Company employees themselves. Now we do not have the evidence to prove that this man is guilty of union busting, but we have him on other counts for sure. This man has misappropriated funding. Claimed that the companies took losses where they were making money hand over fist. And in fact, I have here in the court's presence a witness 
Someone who came to me just minutes ago with evidence that can prove that this man, this man that goes by the name Church, helped cover up illicit money and made it look like it was coming through the company's clear channels, money laundering, and in fact, spied, infiltrated into various industries and holdings carried out by the Far East Alliance and carried this information back to the Meridian Company so that they could illicitly benefit from it. I'll call my witness to the stand, a Mr. Llewellyn Marks. Llewellyn, we're elite. Oh, no. <laughs> Sweating buckets. Sweating buckets. Takes the stand. Has to walk by you and... Shifts as far to the side as he possibly can as he does. I'm Llewellyn Marks, and I solemnly uh, do declare that I will I will tell the truth. In other words, I have six kids. I would never lie. I, I have um, I, I have p- 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 paperwork here. That um that that uh, Mr. Church um in a in a meeting uh, did did sign and say was true that 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 he was uh going to um create a, a fake a fake business a facade as it were uh to to so that the company could could claim that that we were making in profit from these taverns but these t- t- taverns were actually running at a at a loss you see it's a mostly cash based b- b- business so they were able to fudge the 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 ledgers and i have it here in the meeting minutes that when i asked mr church if this was illegal uh he told me to mind my fucking business and um <laughs> before he minded it for me um so um i i and and see if you see here this this signature does um mat, 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 match his on the on the on the ledgers and um I have I have six kids please Percival Fonst like kind of click clacks the lacquered shoes over to you holding aloft the piece of paper having or the piece of parchment I should say having taken it from Llewellyn Marks holds it in front of your face. Is this mm-hmm. your John Hancock, Mr. Church? Nope. <laughs> 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 this no, this gives this gives Percival Bonds to like pause. He's like <laughs> Looks like someone else's Percy. I will ask you once again, Mr. Church, is this your mark? Maybe I wasn't looking at her. Let me get a good look. Nope. Did you or did you not work 
at the Two Twin Tails Tavern. Between summer of last year and spring of this year, as their booking manager and accountant. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like an accountant to you? <laughs> Be honest. No. You no. No, you do not. You look like a a a criminal hired to be a shady accountant to fudge the book. Do, you know, do you know who looks like an accountant? That little fucker up there. Is he pointing at Truffle? No, he's pointing at Llewellyn. Oh. In fact, I'm pretty sure he isn't again. So let me get this right. Mr. Church, do you claim that it was not you who fudged these books, but indeed it was Llewellyn, Mr. Llewellyn Marks himself? I'm not claiming anything. Judge if I may. I'm hired to protect Mr. Ragnar Steelbrow. I don't handle money. No work goes through me. Simply handle the protection of a young man who's trying to bear himself. And if I can attest to his character, uh, he is a very good young man. And any dealings that have happened in this company have no doubt gone on around and underneath him to sabotage his well-being. That aside, I've never run a bookie. And I have it. Well, I'd say there's about four witnesses to Mr. Llewellyn sweating buckets in the carriage on the way here, saying that he was going to get in trouble for something. What that might be, I don't know. But those forms, I don't know where they came from. They're not mine. Maybe your witness isn't uh, that credible after all, eh? Mm. And as for the other evidence that you don't have, well... Not sure how that's going to go. Not to mention you attacking my character and my name. Literally, yeah, actually. <laughs> Fonst reassesses his, his approach for a moment and says... <clears throat> Your Honor, regardless of whether Mr. or not Llewellyn Marks carried out this, uh, this money laundering himself or whether Church did, I think it just further proves my point that this entire corporation is rotted into the ground. And Mr. Church himself was a fundamental sort of supporting structure of this entire rotten company. He stands here and admits himself. He is the right-hand man of the person running the Meridian Lumber Camp. The Meridian Lumber Camp, which not only d dealt with illegal mining operations under the guise of just being a, an unassuming lumber camp, exposing its workers and the nearby population to arcane material, arcane flux, so potent in nature, 
It caused an entire tribe of people to grow ill. It caused the very local flora and fauna to begin to mutate. And here, this man stands agreeing that yes, he did everything in his power to empower this man, Mr. Steelbrow, to carry out these nefarious operations. Now he claims ignorance. He claims he wasn't a money man. But, Your Honor, when you have a gold tooth in your mouth, how can you claim that you don't care about money? And even if we can't get these money laundering charges to stick, let's talk about the industrial espionage charges. We have three sketches by eyewitnesses claiming to have seen church going into one of the guild forges and coming out with schematics. Schematics that we then saw put into production at the Meridian Lumber Camp. This man here not only stole these blueprints, but gave them to Meridian so they could ruthlessly profit off of them. The judge kind of rifles. Is this true? I am a knight. I have an oath. And on my oath, neither me nor my charge have committed any form of crime. Had he done so, my oath would, I would have bid me elsewhere. And as for the sketches, I mean, there's plenty of bald guys out there working in factories. I fail to see how every bald guy could be me. This seems a bit ridiculous if you ask me, Your Honor. Hmm. Yes, this all seems to be rather mushed together. You, Mr. Steelbrow, step forward. All right, so Ragnar walks up. Roll 2d6. <sighs> Oof. Okay, that's not bad. Five, and then give me 2d10 rolls. And 2d10 rolls? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oof. A seven and a three. It's hilarious how we've rolled different crimes like every time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A seven is intimidating a witness, and a three is evidence tampering. So you have three counts of evidence tampering and two counts of witness intimidation. <laughs> As you step up, the judge kind of rifles back and forth between two different scrolls, one with your charges on it, Church, and the other with yours, Ragnar. So you claim that, <clears throat> Mr. Steelbrow, you who are accused of evidence tampering and witness intimidation, you would claim... That your knightly oath, Mr. Church, would, would deem that none of these things happened and that 
The court simply imagined them. This is your, this is your argument for yourself. Your Honor, I do not accuse the court of imagining anything. As we've seen from Miss Llewellyn, it's very clear that some of this evidence might be fake. And Mr. Steelbrow, what do you have to say to these charges? Uh, seeing as, um, you know, once again, he's part of the city watch. Uh, uh, without the evidence, I don't believe I need to say anything. Hmm. Well, this is an interesting defense of yourself. Someone accused of evidence tampering, claiming to to desire better evidence. I, uh, Mr. Silber, are you aware that you're accused of asking your employees to burn <clears throat> records upon hearing that this tribunal would take place? Uh, uh, Your Honor, all records to be to be disposed of in that manner. It was just a coincidence that we happened to be disposing of old records at the time that this court summons happened. There's no link or correlation. And whoever suggested so, well, maybe they're the person you should be looking at, Mister Church. At this, actually, Percival Fonts pipes up. So, Mr. Church, you would, you're admitting that you did destroy records. No, not records. What do you think happens to old inventory manifests? Or notes? We can't just keep everything. You burn it. Everyone does it. This fonst with almost like venom in his voice in an insulting fashion looks down at you and says, and is it company policy to destroy evidence or records after a subpoena has been issued and received by the party in question? Well, that's the thing, Your Honor. You see, Mr. Ragnar Steelbrow didn't receive the subpoena. Because you broke the legs of the man that was hired to subpoena him. Uh, you're going to need some evidence. <clears throat> Sir, the, the, your honor, this is, these people, they are, they are inhuman. They are monsters. They are animals that have to be brought to heal their power, the corruption. It knows no end. <clears throat> Uh, Ragnar is going to speak up here. What these people have done to me, and Percival Fonts at this point is like spit is flying everywhere. You know the wig has become a little bit askew. Ragnar is going to say, "Your Honor, Mister Church is correct. I've yet to receive a subpoena until this very moment. I had no idea why I was here." It's highly irregular. You see the 
the um, the prosecutor like wiped the sweat from his brow. Every witness threatened. Every court official sent with summons disappeared or mysteriously in the medical ward. But I have one witness who can bring this all down, who can prove before this court beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond any single shadow of a doubt, that this vine is rotten to the core down to the very roots. But speaking of rotten, Your Honor, I must confess, this small mushroomed man, I do not, they are not on my docket, and I do not know the charges that are supposed to be brought against them. I must only assume that he is some type of intern for this company. It's not, what is your, what is your name, sir? You are not on the, you're not on the docket today. Uh, Truffle, after a pause, is going to realize they're talking to him, and he's just going to hold up his little hands with the cuffs and say, can, can you help? The bailiff comes and casts knock, and the manacles fall uselessly to the ground. Thank you. I'm Truffle. I'm Truffle Fungalhorn. Mm. That's it. The kind of looks over at you. Feathers like still ruffling with like almost some static electricity. Mm. And you, young Fungalhorn, uh, how did you find yourself in the company of such a sordid lot? I don't really know. Uh, I was on the cart and I got off the cart, picked some flowers, and then they, they put the, these on me. And now I got back in the card, and now I'm here. Is mm. this the shit town? <laughs> oh, you haven't been called shit town for an odd 120 years. You go by Humble Tuck now. Oh, okay. But you, you do have shit still. Hey, mm, we do. Do you do tours? <laughs> As you ask if they do tours, <laughs> Llewellyn speaks up out of nowhere, kind of in the front row now, seated with some distance between him and Weiss. And he says, "Actually, your 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 honor, uh, if I if, if I could ju- I could I, I, I could just say, um, it, in fact, uh, it was it, the, the the truffle fungalhorn was was um involved in a lot of." The uh, if you if you could just take a look inside their their bag, you will find the remains of of not only a court document that that they're trying to hide, but also the remains of 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 of, of church's victims. Uh, uh, There there is so much organic matter in there. I would I would beg the court to avert their eyes, but this man. 
this this is a this is a this is a this is a twofold operation, Your Honor. This is a twofold operation. A church kills them, and the 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 truthful uh, decomposes them, and they've got a mushroom racket. And if you look, there are there are there's missives in there, records of payment between between uh church and 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 steelbrow and 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 bribery happening for 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 some of the people in the Luftham city guard in the Luftham city guard there's 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 a this 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 goes all the way this goes all the way down they were paid to turn a blind eye they were paid to turn a blind eye to to the to the to the happenings at the meridian lumber camp and and up until such a time that another guild was dispatched with 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 the lacks of with the lacks of 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 Rezus and a and a and a, and a Lord Wyman until that such a time and a and a Mister Blibble that that was they, they were the first people to expo and and I have I have six kids and I would swear on <laughs> I would swear on every one of their heads that Joe's that, just gonna say had six kids <laughs> and nothing else <laughs> at this Llewellyn just like stops and instead descends into a blubbering ball of of and just like stops talking altogether. The judge kind of turns pointedly towards you, church, and was like, I'd ask you to keep your intimidations to a minimum. No intimidation was meant, Judge. I apologize. <laughs> if you may hand over your bag to the court, Mr. Fungalhorn. Uh, what did I do? Your bag, he'll, sir. Okay. And he's, he'll hand over his bag. Can I have it back after? Mm. See Percival Fonts to move forward. Open the bag with some disgust. And then pull out documents. Each with the Meridian Company seal. Now rapidly sort of like the ink kind of smearing, looking somewhat destroyed, other than that wax seal on them from being in your bag just for the three hours that they were <laughs> that they were on the road. And without saying a word, he holds it up pointedly to the court and places it on the judge's stand, handing the rest of the bag back to you. Thank you. <laughs> Bodies, evidence. Clearly, we now know who the bag man is. Your Honor, we met this man today. Don't you find it a little suspicious that there's documents in his bag? And the only person that knows about them is that little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, for one, am not frightened 
of this church for as a church-going man myself, I know that I'm true in my convictions. Amen. And my next witness will attest to everything I have said here today, as well as to the good character of Mr. Llewellyn Marks and the case he's brought before us. First, I would ask for a quick recess from the court, just for a moment, uh, so that uh, we can uh, we can uh, um, just have a quick little lunch break, a little hungry. Uh, we've been going for quite a few hours here. And so as the court recesses, <laughs> so too shall our game. And we'll be back. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> wow. Immersive. See what you did there. Yeah, it went perfectly. I timed it out perfectly. Uh, thank you so much for checking us out. We'll be right back after uh, a quick break. Stretch your legs, get some water, get a snack, and uh, court will be back in session in, te in 10 minutes, I think. Yes, 10 minutes. You find yourselves in a well-appointed office with the tapestries of uh, the, the Luftum guilds kind of hanging off the walls. You know of these guilds, but, uh, you know, are not a member of any of them yourself. Across a long mahogany table, around which all of you are seated, sits Barnabas, Uncle Barney, as you know, I'm Ragnar, adjusting his glasses and um, kind of stroking his mutton chops that have been braided into a beard. Well, I've got good news and I've got bad news. It would seem, Ragnar, that uh, your aunt has uh, proverbially shit bed. That star witness they're about to call up. Shit. Quite so, now, little Uncle man. Horn, calm down. This is very okay. serious. She likes is it. Tour time. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, it will be later. Calm down. Okay. Kind of like pats Two his head, but then wipes down. her hand off. On the yeah, it's, he's in. it's slimy. No, <laughs> oh, she just wipes her hand on his chair. Oh. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> Ragnar will try to get back on tracks. So yeah. about my end. Well, I know that her and your father get along at the best of times, but right now is not the best of times. That witness they're calling up is her. And she mm. fully intends to expose this whole thing as it is. And, well, Rags, your father, well, he just wanted you to have this. He hands over a piece of paper, a piece of, a piece of scrap paper hastily scribbled. You 
realize immediately upon unfolding it that it is his handwriting. And hastily scrawled are simply the words, well, son, sometimes you got to take one for the team. And we might need to remove a brick rather than letting the whole foundation crumble. Um, I guess, uh, so Ragnar will look at this and, uh, kind of look over to church and say, uh, and what do you make of this church and hand it over to him? Well, mate, who's the brick? I was thinking. Here yeah, well, you're on. Well, hopefully you make it hurt this time. What what's the what's the kind of situation we're in right now, Bones? Yeah. Where are the god where are the gods? Where are we? Outside of this office that Barnabas has sort of uh, commandeered for all of you, there is a pretty large sprawling inn full of aficionados. You walked past the lobby downstairs where there were members of the various guilds sitting at every table. Probably about 25 total. You're sort of in the middle of a makeshift military camp. Okay. Uh, so would Barnaby, uh, I guess I'll ask Barney. <clears throat> so Barney, what exactly does she have that you, that you know yourself? <sighs> well, son. I don't know how much of it is legitimate. But I know that she's going to tell them what they want to hear. She's got some letters between you and your father. I don't know how she came across them, but they don't look too good for you. She's Uh, also got some... Some flux crystals. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, Ragnar, but your pops was mining some illicit materials just outside of the lumber camp. Now, these crystals go for quite a bit of money. They can be used for all kinds of warlike applications. They're rather unstable in nature, though. And from what I know, what my sources tell me, she's got a crate of them with your lumber camp's seal imprinted on them. Doesn't look good, kid. Now, whether or not you knew it was happening, with you being in charge of the lumber camp, (laughs) sorry, my tabaxi is here. (laughs) With you being in charge of the lumber camp, This isn't going to go well for you. 
but I think I've got a solution. All right, go on. Well, I'm pretty high up amongst the guilds in Loftum. And I know that at the end of all this, it's less about retribution and justice. If you'd be willing to leverage your position and standing within the company to get in deep at headquarters and provide some destabilization efforts for the whole company, not only would you get off the charges, but you'd probably be a shoe-in for a parallel position in Luftum. Now, this would mean moving against a company that your dad worked so hard to build, but between you and me, Rags, I, I think it might be in its death knell either way. That company's going down. The Far East Alliance will see to that. And it's up to you to determine when that house crashes, whether or not you want to be on the bottom of the foundation or on a yacht headed to another company picnic. If you catch my drift. <clears throat> Oof. So the option is take down the company or take the fall. Yep. Wait, so just to clarify, killing the boss's sister is off the table. Trying to do that here may be a bit difficult if it were to happen uh, in the midst of your adventurings i suppose be difficult to pin on you knowing the clarity of your work church now let's go where i'm paid well the guilds pay well there might be a way for you to set up on your own endeavor or join another lucrative endeavor at the end of all this but if you go in that courtroom and you stay loyal to the steel brows you're going to be that brick, Ragnar. They'll say it was all you. They'll say they had no clue that you were doing all this. And they'll draw this out. Uh, you don't want to be that brick, mate. Yeah, I don't think so either. What type of sentence would they come out with? Well, they're looking at four to six for Wass. They're looking at six to eight for church. I don't know how that poor little fungus boy got wrapped up in this, but he's looking at three for destruction of evidence. Three what? <laughs> three years. Oh. Where? In a labor camp. Oh. A dry, hot place where they have you crack rocks all day and shovel shit. Actually, you oh. might like it there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems pretty fun. You can have my four that they're trying to pin on me. Okay. 
Nice, <laughs> <laughs> like, claps your hands together. <laughs> As the head of all want, this. We can exonerate them all. Yeah. They'll probably knock the entire sentence down or dismiss it altogether. Uh, you were the head of one small splinter operation. But the roots of this tree grow deep, and it's that big money and that big payout that the Far East Alliance wants. You can offer them up that. Now, with, I'm with sing the, like a fucking canary, mate. I'm curious with the with the um with the logging camp. Um, would would Ragnar know exactly this stuff was going on? That's up to you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to say like no. There was some sort of like you know like he he's the father has put like people in there to do that without oh, his 100%. knowledge. Of it. Church yeah, might have okay. been one of those people. Church right. is one okay. of those people. I'm just going to let you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything they say about church is true. Yeah. Church, church may be like even uh, like, you know, kind of distracted you or, or hid stuff from you. But uh, all the while was like kind of working for your dad instead of you, even though you thought he was working for you. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I guess he'll feel slighted about the, by the idea of it all and uh, kind of just start realizing that this is uh, his father's doing to make uh, Ragnar take the fall for him. And he's going to, you know, he'll say. Um, I actually want to ask real quick, Weiss, sure. do you think you knew? Um. Oh, I'm sure she knew. She she <laughs> would rub elbows very well with, but she's she's playing the absolute deniability. Because right. she, yeah, she she did know, but she's yeah, just the face. Yeah. She's just the the sweet cover girl. <laughs> so poor Ragnar is the only one who didn't know. <laughs> uh, is actually objection. actually so innocent. Truffle did not know either. <laughs> Truffle has no idea what's going on. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's over here trying to get him to sign documents that he did the identity theft. <laughs> yeah, here, take yeah. these. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't enable my character's terribleness. Don't do that. <laughs> so Ra- Ragnar's noticing that Church is saying this thing like a canary, so he's got his best interest at heart, but he's still not sure about her. And he mm-hmm. knows that uh um Truffle has no clue what's going on. So um yeah, I, you know, I I will say uh well tell them what they want to hear then. And uh, he'll he'll agree to you know um, giving the information about the company on the at least the logging camp from his point. Barnabas nods and starts like snaps to one of his assistants to start drawing up the papers. This is how this is going to go. We're going to make it look like you are you've been found innocent of your charges we're gonna make it look like your aunt's evidence didn't stick 
and we're going to send you back home to base camp. There, you will be expected to re-ingratiate yourself with the family business and give us information. We have a couple of agents embedded within the home operation. But they can't help you much without risking their own positions. They will do anything to make sure they don't blow their cover. So you have to make sure you do anything not to blow your cover. Now, I don't know how long it's been since you've been to headquarters. I'm assuming not since you left home for college. But that's what the Far East Alliance wants. Meridian Isle, where Meridian HQ is located. If you can get in, dismantle the operation, or give us evidence to dismantle the operation, Luftum will obtain this Meridian Isle. Now, this island is a great defense holding for anybody that claims it. But we need legal founding to claim it. The charter, as it's written, states that if a party found violating the charter, the charter is found guilty of wrongdoing, their operation will be summarily disassembled and the surviving parts are to be distributed amongst the other members of the alliance with the justice-initiating party having first dibs, as it were. Now, you see how that has gone down here. And sure enough, you see all of the city-state of Luftham seals everywhere as they've kind of taken over your lumber camp and the surrounding area. We would like for this to also take place on Meridian Isle, which is the head of the snake. Getting there will have to be your own problem to solve. You'll need a ship. You'll need a crew. One that you can trust. And you'll need to find a way back to convince your father that you're not working for me. Now, Rags, I want to clarify. I didn't want things between me and your pops to go down like this. But you're kind of like a second son to me. Ever since my old lady died, I find myself holding on dearly to whatever relations I have left. And if it's between him and watching you go to prison for most of your young adult life, I'm choosing you. But it's dangerous. If he figures out that you flipped, anything could happen. I'd like to think he wouldn't hurt you. But I'd also like to think he wouldn't be content to watch you go to prison for the rest of your life. And then there's your aunt. Who hates both of y'all and is most likely going to try to use this as an opportunity to take over the family business. It's a complicated situation, kid. 
you're going to have to grow up a lot faster than I did. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, Ragnar, I'll think about all the, the all the options and, uh, so, uh, what do we do about the aunt? She seems to, uh, be our biggest weakness. And what do we do about us maybe possibly sweetening the pot if I'm going to be flipping on the entire company and my father? I feel like I should come out with something more than uh, just exoneration. Well, I think I could probably arrange that. Now, uh, for your aunt... That might be something that's mutually beneficial to us. You and me specifically, I should say. She has a fleet of vessels that it's in my interest to take over. But uh, I would need a legal reason to do so if you catch my drift. Now, I know there's something wrong with her operation. But so far, she's kept such a tight lid on it, it's hard to get anything on her. I have a little bit of a hunch, though. She runs a caravan trading route. All across the country, all across the continent. I've heard that her operation from the South is uh, running arcane flux of the illegal kind. You can prove it. Well, wouldn't be hard to bring her in. Uh, is this the same? Is the arcane flux? Is that the same thing that was being uh, harvested outside the logging mm-hmm. camp? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Can we shift the blame to her? If you can, you can figure out a way to prove that she's the one shipping that flux. Well, then, not only are you clear, but that little roadblock will be removed out of your way. Well, I think we take that route. All right. She wants to light it all on fire. I guess we'll give her the same. It's a dangerous uh, serpent to do battle with, but uh, I think you've got the wits for it. And what about Meridian Isle? Have you thought about that more? Uh, oof. Um, uh, so this is this is the option of giving it over or not to mm-hmm. the guilds. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as long as I have a stake in the Isle, uh, I have no problem giving it to the guilds. 
we could let you run your own operation out there. All right, easy. We'll, oh, I we'll could go that route. Even uh, make you an officer in my guild. Sounds like a good deal, then. <clears throat> I'll just agree. I think we that. have a arrangement for ourselves. Yeah, this is really touching. Sorry, I've been listening in, but this is a little bit of a fucking conflict of interest for me. <laughs> Unless you're willing to pay what I already get paid, and maybe then some. Well, that's why I'm trying to sweeten the pot. I already know your vested interest in my father, so we need to uh, make sure you're accounted for as well. Now, hold on just a just a minute here. Are you saying that you're going to let the company go down, Mr. Steel Brown? Uh, I don't think that was me that let the company go down. That was on my father. Oh, I, I know, sure. Bless your heart. I know you had nothing to do with it. I meant here mm. and now, as you sure you know. I'm employed here at this here company. If it goes down, what is a girl like me supposed to be doing out there? I am a face, not a worker, Mr. Steelbrow. Uh, so this is, this is kind of... Um... It's kind of where Ragnar will be. Uh, he's he's going to be trying to think about how to take care of the people that could take him down as uh, they all may have some sort of uh, information. So he's got to try to figure out a way to uh, propose a deal to Barney to make sure the people that could, yeah. you know, obviously Church and um, Weiss will be both accounted for during that deal as well. Um, and Truffle, naturally. We'll try, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, Truffle, Truffle, we still don't know what the hell Truffle's deal is, right? <laughs> Truffle doesn't know what the hell Truffle's deal is. Truffle seems so innocent, too. Yeah, seems like it, right? Hmm. Like an alter ego that just pops out every now and then. <laughs> Those yeah. terrible things. Um, so, I'm a bit, uh, so, uh, after, after consideration, he's going to say, um, Marty, if we can make sure Weiss and my colleagues are accounted for in part of this deal, the exoneration, I want to make sure they also have their employment uh, future settled and um, uh, I guess this truffle fellow too. He'll it'll just kind of like... <laughs> Seeing as he might have the evidence of the the missing witnesses, he'll he'll kind of think that okay, yeah, maybe we should keep him in uh, touch too. He'll perk up and look up at you. Huh? What I miss? Does he still have his bag with him? Yeah, yeah, with the papers removed, but yeah, the rest of his bag was returned. So does he? I guess Ragnar wouldn't know that there's. Did they, did they say there's he's got like human remains in the courtroom? Yeah, they, they claimed, claimed it was, was like human, human remains, but it might not be. It's not like they did forensic study. <laughs> oh, okay, I I mean I just I didn't know if that was like you know <laughs> the witness tampering shit. I guess that wouldn't matter anyway. They're just gonna you know sweep it under. 
Uh, yeah, it so was like what, meat what, soup, and they claimed it was church's <laughs> victims. They claimed the they claimed that the <laughs> arrangement was church kills people, and then truffle makes them disappear. Now, whether or not that's true is is you know. Oh right, right, right. Okay, so this is all a big cover up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Trouble's> like- <laughs> all right. So, so make sure everyone's uh, taken care of in this deal, and uh, let's go forward with it. Ragno, you keep me out. You keep me out of shackles for ten years. Fuck your father. I work for you. And of course, you'll have access to my unique abilities, Mister Steel Brow. What? Fucking chain smoking. Hey, <laughs> I have to deal with a lot of things going on, Mister Church. All right, uh-huh. not all of us can just use our mouth to get out of things. <laughs> she kind of crosses her. It's literally, what she you just do. crosses her yeah. knees and like <laughs> moves her dress over. Her. <laughs> 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 and then after, like after that, like pause. She just mm. kind of huffs. Now, like I am silence. sorry, <laughs> Mr. Church, for my outburst. You know that I'm very appreciative of your action. As am I. As am I, darling. <sighs> she kind of just huffs. Yeah. <laughs> as you huff, the hairless tabaxi that is your assistant kind of leans in and goes, Oh, boys, I think it may be best if we work with Silbra the Younger for now. And uh, maybe I can move paperwork here or there to make sure that still brother senior does not uh, become aware of this. It could be the longer he knows, uh, the longer he thinks we are working for him, the better for us. We get paid twice and I charge a lot of money. You know, I need my 15%. Of course, Shug. I'm not going to do anything that will put our business in uh, jeopardy. I like the idea. Now we need to keep ourselves astute to the happenings that will be going on. I don't want to be found unknowing. I agree, madame. I have to also ask, maybe uh, you can use your wily charms to talk to this uh, Barnabas fellow, maybe uh, instead of becoming a face for Meridian, a company that seems to be on his last legs, you can become a face for one of these guilds. I hear they have good benefits. (sighs) The arts. She kind of just like moves her jaw. Hmm. She'll sit forward away from uh, Philippe. Now, Mr. She slides like her claws across the table towards Barnabas. Mr. Barnabas, was it? Correct. Uh, Do you happen to have a face for any of your guild movements? I can be very supportive. I've I've put together many different things that got that company where it was. And she starts to adjust like the bangles that hang on her wrist. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, make me a persuasion roll with advantage. <laughs> yeah, she just uh she starts talking just a little bit more and talks about the uh Ooh. the people that she helped set up, how she got, you mm-hmm. know, church safe and and in 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 different situations. She can be very persuasive as like her last little bit there. Yeah, yeah. As you're saying this, you see his eyes kind of like shifting and and processing what you're saying. Yeah, I could definitely see how someone with your unique skill set could be quite useful. All right, Miss Edar, I think I can arrange for you to, after all this is over, have your own outfit. Maybe with your headquarters positioned on Meridian Isle. The guilds have been toying with the idea of employing rogue crews. Uh, They're a little bit more free. (laughs) Sorry, this is... (laughs) Every fucking time. Every show. It doesn't matter which one. Every time. I'm making a TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> hey. in the corner it's so tiny <laughs> what are you doing over there why are you, why are you all tiny yeah like what that? are you doing over there you tell me man I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah Barnabas says uh, we've been toying with the idea of having rogue crews Crews that can go undercover, take on more nefarious jobs that other guilds aren't allowed to. Now, see, as it stands, we've got Federation Deliverance, which is a search and rescue guild. The Guiding Star, which is a cartographer's guild. Lucal Venery, which is sort of a bounty hunter's guild that help bring in more illegal types, things like that. Then we got Requisitions and Relocations, which specializes in uh, specimen capture of uh, monsters, large beasts, dinosaurs, other sorts of entities, and well, uh, got a freshly founded rogue crew, which is sort of meant to take on more underground operations with a little less oversight. Now, unlike the other guilds, uh, you get your own headquarters. You wouldn't have to be situated over in a uh, in Luftum proper, allowing you to kind of go about your business in whatever way you deem fit, and you'd be on retainer uh, with the municipality of Luftum, meaning you'd get your paycheck every month uh, regardless of whether or not you're working, along with some other provisions. We could probably get you access to our guild forge so you could have armor and armaments such as that you would need to carry on whatever business, with the only stipulation being that when we call and we ask you to take on something, you answer. Now, if you were interested, I don't see why you couldn't come out of this with a rogue crew of your own. Now, now that sounds mighty fine. As long as my assistant here, Philippe, also is accounted for, I don't want him trudging around with us out there in the middle of nowhere and not have any papers for it. She kind of gestures to the uh, 
<laughs> the hairless tabaxi next to her. Yeah, who kind is like also smoking. He'll be available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's also smoking. He holds a cigarette like this. He's also smoking next to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am and, mighty fine with that. I can assume a variety of roles. Well, I think we may have a deal then. Ragnar, could I trust you to lead this operation? Uh, I think we'll manage. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to. And at this, like, you notice that his assistant has finished drawing up the papers. I'm going to go ahead and make these official. And then he, like, turns it around and pushes it over to you. Okay. Am I supposed to, like, sign something here? Yeah, give me an investigation check to see, like, do you read it before you sign it or do you just sign it? <laughs> actually, uh, with Ragnar, who I'll, knows? I'll look over. Oh, well, this is, this is going to be a 50-50, it seems. Uh, yeah, he'll look over, you know, briefly just to make sure the, you know, the details of it all are kind of to what he said it was. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> just, this looks fine. Yeah, it seems, seems good. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's perfect. This is exactly yep. what you wanted. Everything's yep. great. Yep, seems good. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, uh, details check out. Yeah, we'll keep. We'll, we'll go with it. Judge <laughs> <laughs> will approach it's Truffle, <laughs> and he'll kneel down. All right, little man. You seem absolutely fucking clueless, so I'm going to tell you what's happening. Either Thank you. you go Thank back you. in that room and they're going to lock you away in prison for at least three years, just because they don't like you. I think that's pretty fucked up. Or Why don't they like me? They like, they're judging the book by its cover, mate. Oh, I get that a lot. They're framing you, you sweetheart. Oh yeah, I I'm good at tending gardens. Um, okay. I'm good at uh, natural things. I'm good at animals. I'm good at uh, disposing of corpses. I'm good at. There we go. Uh, That's all you needed to say. You're in. <laughs> you come with us, Thanks. and we'll look off. Where are we right? going? Is it tour time? Churchill literally every shot to Ragnar. He's in. Ragnar. He's good. <laughs> Is it tour time? <laughs> Y'all are going to take this oh, he's poor gonna be your responsibility on the worst tour ever. <laughs> or the best. It could be. Or the best. <laughs> or the best. He'll, he'll go up to Barnabas and he'll like pull on his like waistcoat. And like little like puss in boots look up and he's like, Is it tour time? <laughs> Can we go yet? Mm, yeah, I guess it is tour time. Do you got a signature, little fella? Do you uh, know how to write? He uh sticks his hand into his 
bag of mush and when he pulls it back out it's like coated and he's just gonna like drag his finger across it and as he does it'll like do this like crazy like squiggle and then kind of dissolve into the paper Oh. Well, Church will sign it and you'll see that it's it's the exact same signature that they presented him in the courtroom (laughs) (laughs) didn't even pretend to hide it Barney looks expectantly over at you Weiss she would uh, take a short drag on the uh, long cigarette before offering up her her left like paw to hand out for the document. You don't mm-hmm. mind if a if I take a little look at this. I just want to make sure everything is documented correctly for my lovely assistant here. He is a doll in my life, a true jam. Why? Well, so we don't have a fucking <laughs> choice. Just sign it, Judge. I swear to whatever holy god you follow, you're gonna let me look over these papers, all right, love? All right, Sean? <laughs> she just, like her voice just keeps going up. It's like massaging his temples. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. Thank Slides you. Slides the paper over. <laughs> She's gonna look it over. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I was hoping for like a three and she's just like, yeah, this looks good. (laughs) Yeah. As you're looking over the papers, you catch two things that Ragnar does not catch. The first is that if you do not succeed in your mission, you will go to prison. And the second is that if you are caught doing anything illegal, the guilds will deny that they've ever hired you. You're kind of on your own if you get caught doing anything illicit. They won't come in and extradite you or say that you're an agent of the city-state. You're kind of on your own. It's a little bit of a suicide squad situation. Now, can you outline this here for me? I'm a little confused. She'll kind of purposely slide like her first pointed clawed finger across the like paper sliding it back to him but strictly in front of church like so that he can see where she's pointing on the paper this part here a little confused you could say the heat's got to me lord have mercy what's this here mean and she gives the sharp cat-eyed look at uh barnabas as she slides it in front of church so he can read it. Yeah, yeah. It's plausible deniability. You think that wouldn't be in there? Well, it says we're going to go to prison if we aren't successful. We're How going many... anyway. Church? Church? <laughs> it's very rude to interrupt a lady, isn't it? <laughs> Don't see any ladies in this room. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) She sits forward, uncrossing her her leg and then crossing it over the other one. 
By George, and there ain't any gentlemen, it seems. All right, keep your claws Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, shit. That was like a hellish rebuke. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when the DM is like, whoo! Yeah, there's like this moment where she's looking at church and this like darkening of the fur around her like face starts to happen as she looks like she's about to intently have a conversation with him. But besides that, there are too many people in the room. Conversation (laughs) he doesn't want to have. So he throws his hands (laughs) up and walks away. Yeah. How many chances do we get? Removing a glove from uh, a very uh, well manicured paw, and uh, he leans over to you, Weiss, and says, "If you won't, I will slap this man across his face." <laughs> <laughs> no, Fleet, thank you. Uncle Church and I have a he like spits on the ground in front of you, Church, <laughs> as he goes, Uncouth. <laughs> Church and I have an interesting understanding. Um, assured destruction. I just want to make sure. Um, how many chances do we get on this here mission of ours? Well, <laughs> fortunately for you, Miss, I think if you fail, you'll probably be caught by Ragnar's father and senior Steelbrow. And that might be a wrap for you. If you managed to get out of that, I don't see why we couldn't give you another shot. Roll me a D10. <laughs> Two. But seeing as how you've figured some of this out, he takes the paperback, takes out a quill, and unceremoniously, like, edits the document, like, kind of scratching out a piece and saying, but in light of your service, I think uh, instead of you going to prison if this endeavor should fail, I can send you for two years instead of the full sentencing. Mm. We can call this community service. Knocks a little bit off of what you would otherwise be doing in jail. Right. Maybe they let you out in a year for good behavior. Hmm. Two years is better than six. True. I mean, that's saying that we fail, which we ain't gonna fail, fellas, are we? She looked her, like pointedly at church. Well, I've been saying. Wonderful. No All right. Would this deal only be extended to me or, well, everyone? I do have to look out for my own, of course. You understand? And she, like, gestures to church and not Truffle, but Ragnar. (laughs) And then, like, finally she comes back and just goes, and Truffle, of course. You'll all have the same terms. Wonderful. Uh, I think I could agree to that we we aren't gonna fail anyway we're far too skilled and she just kind of like 
moves her claws and a pen will come out from like like her wrist area and she'll sign as it just like goes back in. You sign the document and your fate is sealed for the time being. Instead of being led back to the courtroom where you would be surely sentenced, you are led to a carriage, a guild carriage, ran by Barnabas's own employees and guild members. It doesn't have bars on it this time. As you enter into the back of it, you notice it's richly appointed with tufted velvet seats. And Ragnar, you would know this is Barnabas's personal carriage. He has allowed you the brief use of to take you to whatever destination you so choose. You've got Meridian Isle to the north, for which you'd need a sea vessel, potentially a crew. And to the south, you've got your aunt's caravan to uncover an undercover drug ring or I guess we could say an arcane ring for which you would most likely have to go undercover as traitors yourselves. Which route do you take? You have a moment to all sit together in the carriage as you discuss what has just happened. You're alone. Okay. Well, Truffle will pipe up first. Are we leaving already? It appears I wouldn't then. Mm. Okay. Sorry about your tour, mate. Yeah, me too. It's the only reason I came here. Don't worry, Shug. I'm sure we can find some lovely little places along the road where we're going. Something you can really dig up. Get your little mitts into. Yeah, I'll probably need a shit in like an hour so you can, you know. There you go. You can wrestle around (laughs) in the shit that comes out of that shit. And she just like looks at church, smiling. (laughs) He shrugs. Okay, thanks, guys. What What was your name again? Who me? Yes, darling. Yes, I'm you. Tr- Bless truffle. your heart. Truffle Funkle Horn. <laughs> she like looks for a horn somewhere. <laughs> yeah, oh. No, not a real horn. You, you see, the stalks of mushrooms, in, interestingly enough, the stalks of mushrooms are called horns oftentimes. Uh-huh. That's lovely. Bless your heart. Would you like to know more? Nurgle yeah. would love this guy. Just like above the table. <laughs> Nurgle yeah. would love truffle fungal horn. This would be like his best friend. Definitely <laughs> inspiration, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of like pat pat like the area next to him. Perhaps later when we are a little distressed. Okay. Precious. She like looks back at Steelbrow. Which way are we gonna go? Mr. Uh, Steelbrow. Personally, I think my aunt needs to be held accounted for, for what she's doing to the company. I say we go south. And she'll look her, he'll look around to see if anyone else has any suggestions. 
Follow you in your lead, mate. So it's settled. Let's head south. <clears throat> so we'll be going after Ant and the, the smuggled mm-hmm. drug ring there. Yeah. Nice. Ragnar, as the carriage moves forward, it's a smoother ride this time. Less rocky. Evening falls, giving you all a short respite from the heat. And you move towards your next destination. Trying to track down and dismantle Liar Steelbrow's drug ring. You know it won't be easy. You know that Liar is famous for being a liar, as it were. And that her web of deceit is vast. And pinning this on her will be difficult. But I think one good turn deserves another. And it might be Ragnar's chance to get a little bit of revenge for having to take the fall for a bunch of illicit operations he had no part in. Church, what's going through your mind as you're, as you're moving towards your next destination? Uh, Church is he's not particularly happy that his employer tried to fuck him. Um, but he sees a way out. And he might have to bury a few bodies to do it, but he just met a guy that knows how to get rid of those bodies. So everything's looking, <laughs> everything's coming up church right now. Mm-hmm. Truffle, do you have any clue where you are? <laughs> uh, uh, no. I, look, there might be going on something going on beneath the surface with Truffle, but at least at this point, there is absolutely nothing apparently going on behind those eyes. And uh, yeah, he's just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> and Philippe leans in, lights another cigarette for you, Weiss. Like, you know, all things considered, uh, this could have been a lot worse for us. Yeah? She will take the cigarette, keeping it close to the door, away from <laughs> the <laughs> the people in the carriage. Well, I'm just glad we were able to get out of that stuffy room. We need to focus on what we're going to be doing forward with this um situation. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, this uh, creates a unique opportunity. You know, there's no reason that uh, you should not be at the head of it. You brokered the deal. Maybe this is an opportunity for Mr. Steelbrow to work for you instead of you working for him. An astute observation. Philippe, an astute observation. We'll see how it plays mm. out. Oh, he going to be working for me whether he knows it or not. And she kind of smiles and like goes back to relaxing. In the carriage as they run. Philippe leans back as well. And the carriage moves slowly towards the sand dunes to the south. And that will be where we close this episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of Crew 4. Got to open it with a court case, which is a little spicy. (laughs) 
That's so awesome. <laughs> I had no clue that we were gonna hit so many of the numbers on the on the table I made. Um, for the record, the ones we didn't hit were bribery, insurance <laughs> fraud, uh, violation of environmental law, racketeering, <laughs> and my favorite, aggravated physical assault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i would have loved if uh if weiss got the aggravated physical assault that would have been <laughs> kind of hilarious um thank you With so much glove, for joining eh? me right that was so much fun um thank you so much uh thank go around, let's go around and do some sign-offs and let people know where you are and uh where they can find you and all that stuff uh take it away kraken we're gonna go in reverse order this time uh yeah i'm kraken uh i'm currently in a hotel uh but assuming <laughs> you didn't mean that then i am uh usually at my home and streaming most days of the week at twitch tv slash kraken um this was a lot of fun thank you i i am happy to be playing D again and with so many friends old and new and uh yeah i'm excited to see where this goes amazing momo uh hi uh i'm momo uh you can just find me uh on twitch just m-o-m-o uh and i usually just play games i don't really have a direction (laughs) i just like good times i'm happy to be here playing uh D&D, I, I adore all the people that I, I get to play with. I'm super excited. <laughs> Thank you Yay. for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. Tim? Yeah, I'm Tim Mack on Twitch. Uh, I do primarily GTA roleplay, so, you know, storytelling is one of my favorite things to do. Um, so we I do that as a police officer right now, so... It's a it's a lot of fun there, but uh, this crew here, um, I I don't think I could have picked a better crew for for this D and D session. I'm really I'm really excited for for the weeks to come here. Yay! That makes me so happy. And stripping, welcome back. An Thank alum. You. Hey guys, I'm stripping. I assembled this fantastic group of people so that I can make their life hell and Bronze's life hell, and that is why I'm trying to do it. It was a great first episode. Thanks for having me. See you next week. And that leaves me. I am that bronze girl. Um, yeah, I'm a p- professional writer. Uh, still feels weird saying that, but uh, you might know me from Dimension 20. Uh, I write for Critical Role. Um, I'm on Acquisitions Incorporated. That's probably like my favorite thing I do. And uh, yeah, I also stream on Twitch when I'm not doing any number of those things. Uh, so you can check me out there. I'm currently in the throes of Diablo 4, just like everybody else. And I just saw Kraken's art in the Discord, and I'm... Ooh. This adds a layer of context for me that makes me so happy knowing that this weird little guy is in the party. <laughs> None of you see the art beforehand? Like, it, you just had to no, go I haven't absolutely seen it. blind on who this person is. I saw it, okay, I saw great. it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's no, gorgeous. that's such a... That's a layer for me, y'all. That's... <laughs> He's such a weird little guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a weird little guy. Poor little guy. He's got to him. Yeah. yeah, he looks amazing. Oh my gosh, I love him. Um, all right, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can stay tuned for the Patreon post show. You can check us out on Patreon, Last Call for Adventure, and uh, all of our vods go up on YouTube as well. You can check us out there. We will see you. 
next Wednesday when the bell tolls in the square again. Have a nice night or day. Afternoon. Bye. Bye.